Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Personal note to House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. I'm Mike Marillo. Celebrating a new pedestrian bridge over the Beltway. I'm John Aaron. How diabetes is related to dying of a heart attack. I'm Christy King. Right now, the Dow down 490 points. It's 3 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Monica Ricks in New York. Georgia's Senate contest between Raphael Warnock and Herschel Walker is officially headed for a runoff. Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger tells us it's happening on December 6th. Our office has already begun the behind-scenes work to be, start building the ballots. So ballots are being built as we speak, and counties are making preparations. Meantime, Democrats are celebrating a Senate victory in Pennsylvania. Thank you. Thank you so much. John Fetterman's hard-fought win over Mehmet Oz in Pennsylvania's Senate race helped to lift Democrats to a better night than many expected. At CBS's Skylar Henry, Senate races in Arizona and Nevada, though, could still go either way. This is Steve Futterman in Las Vegas. The Senate race here in Nevada is so close that we won't know for sure who is officially won until tens of thousands of mail-in ballots are counted. At the moment, Republican challenger Adam Laxalt has a 22,000-vote lead over Democrat Catherine Cortez Masto. Traditionally, the mail-in ballots heavily favor Democrats, and this race could determine control of the U.S. Senate. Florida is now preparing from a hit from Tropical Storm Nicole. I'm Peter King on Cocoa Beach. Called Steve. I'm going to put just the umbrellas in the back corner. Marcus Horschel and his co-workers have been moving the chairs, cabanas, and umbrellas that his company rents out to beachgoers. The tide came in a little bit higher than we thought. It went to surge. Uh, so we're actually just kind of trying to get last bit of equipment off the beach just so, uh, so we don't lose it. The storm's battering the Bahamas with 70-mile-an-hour winds, but is expected to become a hurricane before making landfall in Florida. Brittany Griner is now being transferred to a Russian labor camp. CBS's Ian Lee. The 32-year-old will serve the remainder of her nine-year sentence for drug smuggling in a place where, according to a U.S. State Department report last year, authorities systematically tortured inmates, in some cases resulting in death or suicide. Facebook's parent company Meta is cutting costs and plans to lay off 11,000 workers. CNET's Ian Schur. Money from advertising, which makes up a bulk of the company's revenue and profits, has been dropping amid the struggling economy. And CBS's Steve Kathan tells us credit card interest rates have hit a 30-year high. The average store credit card has a record high interest rate of 26.72%. Ted Rossman of Bankrate.com. Speedway and Kroger both charge up to 30.74% in some instances. Although customers with better credit can pay lower rates on those cards. It also might matter if you carry a balance. Rossman says paying off cards every month is the best advice. This is CBS News. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. 303 on WTOP on this November 9th, 2022, a Wednesday. We've got sunny skies and we're at 60 in D.C. Good afternoon. I'm Sean Anderson. And I'm Hillary Howard. 
Now to election 2022 on WTOP. There are still some undecided races around the region. Let's start in Maryland, where there is no clear winner from the 6th District race. Republican Neil Parrott is trying to flip that congressional seat red. With some mail-in ballots still being counted, Parrott is leading incumbent David Trone 51 to 49. That district stretches from northern Montgomery County through Frederick and all of western Maryland. The only ballots that are still being counted are the mail-ins. We'll have more on that race coming up soon. At the county level, there are still some county executive races shaking out. In the race for Frederick County Executive, Republican Michael Huff is leading Democrat Jessica Fitzwater by about 10 points, with mail-in ballots yet to be counted in Anne Arundel County. The incumbent Democrat Stuart Pittman is trailing Republican Jessica Hare. And in a rematch of their 2018 race, Howard County Democrat Calvin Ball has a wide lead over former Republican executive Alan Kittleman. In the district, we're still waiting on results of two crowded at-large council seats. Eight candidates are vying for them, and incumbent Anita Bonds is projected to be one of the victors with more than 32 percent of the votes. Currently holding second place, outgoing Ward 5 council member Kenyon McDuffie with 22 percent. Alyssa Silverman, the other at-large incumbent in the race, is at 19. Now, we had a pretty good idea since she won the June Democratic primary. The D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser would cruise to a third term. Now that we know for sure, she's outlining what you can expect in years 9 through 12 as the city's top executive. The mayor's transition team plans to basically re-interview the cabinet leaders in her administration. Could we do things better here with the organization? Can we tweak this better here? Mayor Muriel Bowser says coming up with a plan to aid the economic recovery of downtown D.C. will be a big priority in a third term. Another big priority is addressing a surge in gun violence. We have to uh, really focus on those young people that we know have been involved in violent crime or victims of violent crime. In fact, she held a meeting on youth crime just yesterday. Anything and everything that can work, um, we're going to we're going to implement. At the Wilson Building, John Dome in WTOP News. New this afternoon, Yesley Vega, the Republican who tried unseating Democrat Abigail Spanberger in Virginia's 7th Congressional District race, has conceded. Vega tweeted her congratulations to Spanberger on a hard-fought win and said she looks forward to working with the congresswoman in the future. Also new, Republican Dan Cox has conceded defeat in the Maryland governor's race. Cox has released a statement on Twitter announcing that he had called Democrat Wes Moore and wished him well in his constitutional service. Cox ran a campaign against vaccine mandates and pandemic restrictions as an assault on personal freedom. The Associated Press called the race for Maryland governor in favor of Moore right after the polls closed last night at 8 o'clock, although Cox did not concede at that point. Stay with us here on WTOP all throughout the day. We still have a number of races outstanding, both locally and nationally. We'll get you the results as soon as they come in. It's 3.06, getting around Tyson's now a little easier thanks to a new bridge over the Beltway that recently opened. This new bike and pedestrian bridge is now open here in Tyson's, linking the Tyson's Corner Center Mall with residential areas east of the Beltway. Fairfax County Board Chair Jeff McKay. This is a connection in two parts of Tyson's that need to be working together for the economic success of Fairfax County. This is an investment in the environment. Virginia Congressman Jerry Connolly. We're making sure people are safe and can walk and bicycle to a huge commercial center like Tyson's. It's not a trivial thing. It's very important. John Aaron, WTOP News. 
Hey, stay with us here on WTOP. Uh, we are again talking about election 2022. Usually the midterms mean big wins for the party out of power. So why didn't that happen for the Republicans so much yesterday? We'll talk to Politico co-founder John Harris, 307. Returning to the office but worried about getting stuck? Relax, we got you. Commute with confidence when you sign up for Guaranteed Ride Home from Commuter Connections. Take a look. If you ride share to work, you're eligible for a free ride in case of illness, unexpected emergencies, or unscheduled overtime. Guaranteed. Register or renew today for free at commuterconnections.org or 800-745-RIDE. That's commuterconnections.org. Some restrictions apply. Think you know the Cinderella story? Think again. Les Ballets de Monte Carlo makes its Kennedy Center debut with Cendrillon, an innovative reinvention of the classic fairy tale. Jean-Christophe Mayo brings striking choreography to Prokofiev's classic score in a masterful study of these timeless characters. The LA Times agrees. Don't miss the energetic crispness of this renowned dance company. November 17th to 20th. Tickets at Kennedy-Center.org. Hey, glad you're hanging out with us at 308. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off a train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Dave Dildine's watching it from the traffic center. We're not sure how long it's going to last, but the road work near the Kennedy Center keeps the northbound lanes of the Rock Creek Parkway closed between the I-66 Potomac Freeway and Virginia Avenue. Traffic moving north of the Tidal Basin, the Memorial Bridge, and the Watergate Steps is sent behind the Kennedy Center on the freeway and then slowly exits the 66 Potomac Freeway back toward Virginia Avenue to reconnect with the Rock Creek Parkway and continue that northbound trip. Southbound traffic gets by slowly and single file past the striping toward Parkway Drive. DC 295 will be heavy northbound near the 11th and Sousa Bridges into northeast. It's just volume delays. In Virginia on 395, southbound slow but steadier, leaving Arlington. The crash before Duke Street last hour cleared. Along with one northbound of the George Washington Parkway near the Memorial Bridge exit. 66, heavy both ways near 123 and Nutley Street. Centerville to Manassas, very slow on 28 southbound over Bull Run past Yorkshire Lane. That was reported initially as a work zone. 95 southbound, heavier near Woodbridge, getting slower at the big Beltway bridges, but no big Beltway incidents reported. The road work in McLean on the Interloop is clear. In Maryland, I-70, westbound west of 94 Newmarket, a crash. The left lanes are reported blocked. Also reported very slow westbound from Boonesboro toward the Hagerstown exits with a tie-up uh, before Route 40, exit 32. Two-way traffic at the Bay Bridge. Eastbound delays will quickly ease. 95 southbound past 212. The crash, the damage on the right shoulder. And on the Beltway in Oxon Hill, outer loop beyond exit 4 St. Barnabas Road. On the outer loop, a crash called in involving a car and a truck. And now with fire rescue and police on scene, the two right lanes are blocked. Two left lanes are getting by around the outer loop and past St. Barnabas Road. Biometric technologies have changed how we protect our identity. Idemia solutions are designed with privacy in mind. Learn more at identitywithintegrity.com. Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. Back to Storm Team 4 now, Chuck Bell. Nothing but sunshine here on a Wednesday. Afternoon high today, expected to be right around 60 degrees. Might even be 61 or 2 if you're lucky.
Overnight, temperatures will drop only into the 40s. Won't be quite as cold tomorrow morning. Tomorrow afternoon, definitely milder. Up near 70 tomorrow as clouds start to roll back in. Those clouds will deliver a lot of rain on Friday. One to two inches of rain likely for the day Friday. Heaviest later into the afternoon. The rain pulls out of here first thing Saturday morning. I'm Storm Team 4, meteorologist Chuck Bell for WTOP. Right now we have blue skies out there, which means a lot of sunshine. That's helping our temps a little bit. 60 degrees in College Park, 59 in Fairfax. We've got 60 degrees on the National Mall. And it's brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. 311. And it's election 2022 once again here on WTOP. It was the big red wave that wasn't. Republicans and even many Democrats had predicted we'd be talking about a rather large GOP sweep in the midterms, but it's looking like Republicans, they still may not gain control of the Senate once again and may only pick up a handful of House seats at best. So what happened? Politico co-founder John Harris joins us live on Skype to talk about it. Hey, John, how you doing? Hey, good afternoon, Hillary. Uh, uh, a little sleepy from a long, long night as we wait to find out what uh, what really happened. Yeah, wait a while longer yet. No fooling, but it was a big surprise to a lot of people that the uh, Republicans didn't sweep here, John. Sure, it was a big surprise as judged by their own rhetoric and predictions. They were uh, talking about the, the possibilities, as you say, not just a wave, but a tsunami. And I think a lot of journalists, as we looked at the sort of larger factors playing out in the election with the late polls, we thought that's at least possible, that we we clearly thought we'd have a result, a clear result, uh, by this time the day after the election. But we don't. We still don't know who's going to have control of the uh, the Senate, and, and it's not yet official what's happening in the House. Uh, you know, uh, Senate's maj- uh, minority leader, Mitch McConnell, complained about quality candidates in his party, particularly on the Senate side. Uh, was he vindicated in that particular comment, given uh, how things are turning out on the Senate side? Uh, sure, I think he was, uh, at least in part. Uh, take Georgia, for instance. We see the Republican governor there, uh, by the way, somebody who's clashed with uh, Donald Trump, that's Brian Kemp. He won easily. Herschel Walker is in a uh, uh, in a tight race and is heading to runoff since neither of them got over 50 percent in his Senate race against uh, Democratic incumbent uh, Raphael uh, Warnock. So, uh, yes, that's what he's talking about. When we run mainstream establishment, more conventional conservatives, we win. When we run with uh, people who are uh, uh, either more exotic or more controversial in one way or the other, they find a much tougher, uh, tougher road. John, there's been a lot of talk that these election results in part are the result of former President Trump's waning popularity with some Republicans and the rise of someone like Ron DeSantis, who killed it last night in Florida. How do you see it? He crushed it. Um, You know, I think there's something to that. I wouldn't exactly call DeSantis a a, a traditional establishment Republican. He's somebody himself who's uh, very prone to uh, controversial statements, and he's positioning himself as the natural uh, sort of heir to this uh, populist movement in the Republican Party. But he did way, way better than um, uh, most other candidates. And President Trump has to look at his record. The candidates he backed, a bunch of them didn't win. Dr. Oz, uh, a good example of that. Uh, and, and people who kept their distance in the Republican Party for him, in many cases, did far better. So it's uh, there's no question it's a, it, it's a really bad omen for President Trump if he thinks he can uh, uh, 
put together the same coalition that he did in, in 2016 and 2020. A lot more races to be counted. We'll talk again soon. Thanks, John. Thanks, sure John. appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Politico co-founder John Harris. It is time for sports in just a moment. Hi, this is John. John, I need some advice. Sure, Mary. I remember last year you hired temporary staff for your open positions, right? We did. I need help with account reconciliation, payroll, and financial reporting right now. Well, we met with Cordia Resources and hired a temporary staff really fast. In fact, we liked them so much we made our temps permanent. Oh, and Cordia specializes in accounting, finance, HR, and IT. That's perfect. I will reach out today. Thanks, John. Cordia, C-O-R-D-I-A, resources.com. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 315, Dave Preston with the Capitals back at it tonight. And they face a familiar foe that dates back before they battled in the old Patrick division. Did you know that the first year that the Washington Capitals were in the National Hockey League, 1974-1975, they were in the Norris division oh. with the Pittsburgh Penguins. They wore those blue uniforms, too, uh-huh. the, the Pens did. And the Caps won only eight games yeah, that season. I was going to say, uh, what I remember is the bad. Caps were horrible. It was not good. <laughs> uh, they do battle this evening, though, head coach Peter Laviolette. It's a division game. It's Pittsburgh. It's Washington. There's definitely, you know, more to it. The points remain the same. There's only two points available tonight. Both teams need a pick-me-up. Caps have dropped four of five. The Penguins have lost seven in a row. That's the team's longest losing streak since Sidney Crosby's rookie year. 7.30 game time on 1500 AM. NBA Brooklyn drops the interim tag and makes Jacques Vaughn their official head coach. Men's college basketball four-star recruit Deshaun Harris-Smith announces that he is signing with Maryland. Paul VI Sr. verbally committed this summer. He officially signs with the Big Ten School today. On the court this afternoon and evening, American is at Marist. Howard hosts UDC. Dave Preston, WTOP Sports. Thank you, Dave. Now to the top stories we're following for you on WTOP. Control of the House and Senate still up in the air after yesterday's midterm elections. The Georgia Senate race between Republican Herschel Walker and Democratic incumbent Senator Raphael Warnock is headed for a December runoff. And some local races still haven't been called, particularly Maryland's 6th Congressional District, where Republican Neil Parrott is trying to unseat Democrat David Trone. Keep it here on WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. Now, Virginia governor recently took some heat for comments he made about House Speaker Nancy Pelosi after her husband was attacked in their home. Now the governor saying he's sorry directly to the speaker. It was after a man was accused of breaking into the Pelosi home in California and attacking Pelosi's husband, Paul, that Youngkin told a crowd at a rally that there's no room for violence anywhere, but we're going to send Pelosi back to be with him in California. The comments drew criticism, and Youngkin says his full intention was to categorically state that the violence against Mr. Pelosi was not just unacceptable, but atrocious. Though in a statement to WTOP, he admits he didn't do a great job with that. He says his personal note to the speaker reflects those sentiments. The apology letter was first reported by Punchbowl News. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Coming up in Money News. The Dow is down 530 points now. A New York shop is bringing its vegan ice cream to D.C. I'm Jeff Claybaugh. 318. We've got traffic and weather on the 8th. Back to Dave Dildine in the WTOP Traffic Center. On the Beltway in Virginia, no signs of trouble, but volumes on the increase on the Beltway in Prince George's County. Slow on the outer loop past Oxen Hill and St. Barnabas Road. And as we uh, reported 10 minutes ago, the dump truck Jeep crash is still blocking the two right lanes. Caller says it is still only two left lanes getting by past exit 4 around the outer loop. Slow at times near the other exits on the Prince George's and Montgomery County side with no other crashes reported. 95 southbound, Piantu 
212 near the Beltway ramps. The crash remains on the right shoulder. 270 crash free, but on I-70 there are two crashes. 70 westbound west of Newmarket. It is the left side that is blocked, eastbound rubbernecking. And from South Mountain toward the Hagerstown exits, it's slow for a couple miles. Westbound past Route 66, where you might take yourself off. The crash before, exit 32, U.S. 40. Caller says it's blocking the right travel lane. Route 32, northbound, slow uh, toward West Friendship. At last report, traffic was sent off at Rosemary Lane. It was crash investigation. In the district, it is road work near the Kennedy Center, and it is closing the northbound lanes of the Rock Creek Parkway between Ohio Drive and Virginia Avenue. Traffic is slow on the I-66 Potomac Freeway, in part because once you get off the freeway and try to reconnect with the Rock Creek Parkway. Traffic gets by the paving on Virginia Avenue, single file to the left. And southbound on Rock Creek Parkway, it's heavy and slow from Peace Street toward Virginia Avenue. And traffic only gets by in the right lane and is unable to turn onto Virginia Avenue. In Virginia, in the Commonwealth, southbound on 395, slow traffic out of Arlington, 95 getting heavier through Springfield and from Lorton to Woodbridge. Route 28 southbound from Centerville to Manassas, it's heavy and slow, and it was reported as a work zone beyond Yorkshire Lane with only one lane getting by. Medication called EVU Shield for COVID prevention is available for Marylanders who are immunocompromised. To see if you're eligible, talk to your health care provider. Brought to you by the Maryland Department of Health. Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. To the weather and Chuck Bell. We are enjoying sunshine today, milder weather for tomorrow, and a soaking of rain on Friday. That rain will pull out of here Saturday morning. Saturday afternoon and Sunday will be dry but very blustery. Today it's all sunshine. Temperatures around 60 for a high today. Closer to 70 tomorrow as that warm, moist air rolls in here. Rainfall amounts on average an inch or two on Friday. Heavier rainfall expected out west of the Blue Ridge. I'm Storm Team 4, meteorologist Chuck Bell for WTOP. Another fine afternoon here in Washington with sunny skies and, uh, oh, geez, not a, not a cloud anywhere. <laughs> it's nice. Nice. Oh, let's go. We've got 57 in Rockville, 59 in Ashburn. District Heights, 57, brought to you by Len the Plumber. Trusted, same-day service, seven days a week. Keep it here on WTOP. We're expecting a big announcement from D.C.'s top prosecutor about the Washington Commanders. 321. True economic equity and inclusion starts with empowerment. At Melwood, a leading employer, advocate, and preferred service provider for people with disabilities, we're committed to building a world where people with disabilities are fully included, starting with employment. When more people are empowered through employment, all of society benefits, and we can build a more sustainable, innovative, and equitable economy. Melwood is here to educate and partner with individuals and organizations to build a more inclusive workforce, develop pipelines, and provide strategies for equitable recruitment, hiring, and retention of people with disabilities. Ask yourself, what's your role in the equity equation? To learn more about how your company can diversify its workforce by recruiting and hiring people with disabilities, visit www.melwood.org. That's M-E-L-W-O-O-D dot org. 
Focusing on its employees and everything it does is a core value for Farmers Restaurant Group. It's a conscious capitalism approach that co-owner Dan Simons applies to all of his business relationships, including with his attorney, Scott Muselis, who leads the restaurant industry practice group at Shulman Rogers. Every company has a beating heart. And the question is, what do you put into that heart? And, and people often say in business, you need a great lawyer. Uh, I'm not sure that that sums it up properly. What you need is a great human who is excellent at lawyering, but who wants to be part of the heart of your business. I really knew early on, this is the person I want as part of our beating heart, helping us make sure we do legal well, but that we do it as clearly sort of a woven in part of the culture and the ethos of the company. Learn about Showman Rogers at showmanrogers.com and find out about Farmers Restaurant Group at farmersrestaurantgroup.com. You're listening to WTOP News 323. New this afternoon, D.C. Attorney General Carl Racine says he has a huge announcement about the Washington Commanders. We'll get the details when he holds a news conference tomorrow, so you're going to have to wait. Racine's office started its investigation of the Commanders about the time the House Oversight Committee referred its probe of the team's possible financial improprieties to the Federal Trade Commission. The team is the subject of multiple ongoing investigations from the attorneys general of D.C. and Virginia to Congress and the league itself. About one in 10 people has diabetes. Now, there's no cure. However, losing weight, eating healthy food and being active can help and impact other conditions. With type 2 diabetes, which is most common, the greatest risk to one's health is cardiovascular disease. Having a heart attack, having a stroke. Dr. Mansoor Shamali is with MedStar Health. He says doctors now know lowering the glucose isn't enough. It's how we lower the glucose and the modern treatments. There are modern medications that we use that actually reduce the risk of those complications. Treatment's not available only a few years ago. So this is really an exciting time for diabetes specialists like myself and people living with diabetes. Christy King, WTOP News. WTOP News Time, 325. Money news at 25 and 55 after the hour. Hello, Jeff Claybaugh. Hello, Hillary Howard. The Dow is down 540 points. The S&P 500 is down 70. That's 1.8%. The Nasdaq's down 230 points. That's a 2% loss. The slowdown in home sales is not good news for real estate companies. Redfin is cutting about 900 jobs. That's 13% of its staff. It is the second round of layoffs at Redfin this year. It is also shutting down its own home buying and flipping business. Gaithersburg-based Novavax is now approaching 100 million doses of its COVID vaccine distributed worldwide. 85% of its revenue last quarter was from COVID vaccine sales. A popular New York City ice cream chain is staking a claim in D.C. Van Leeuwen Ice Cream, known for its vegan ice cream flavors, will open shops in Adams Morgan, Union Market, and Georgetown. Van Leeuwen started as an ice cream truck in 2008. Jeff Glabel, WTOP News. Money News sponsored by Christmas at Gaylord National. Ice is back at Gaylord National. Enjoy a winter wonderland featuring epic ice sculptures of the holiday classic A Christmas Story. Make memories and book today at christmasatgaylordnational.com.
An undecided balance of power in the House and Senate still will check the very latest coming up. It's 326. The traffic's loud, the weather's cool, but upgrading your windows can be easy with Pella Mid-Atlantic because they do the work for you. From free consultations and estimates to pro-design help and meticulous installation, they're here for you every step of the way. Dave Doldine from the Traffic Center. Here's the deal. 30% off qualifying projects and no payments, no interest for 18 months. Offer ends November 30th. Pella's easy replacement process. You make the decisions. They make them happen. Go to PellaWashingtonDC.com. Restrictions apply. See store for details. Now's the time to make the change to a career you can feel good about, to a place where you can make a difference now and for years to come. Find your opportunity at the Iowa Department of Health and Human Services, the best place to make meaningful change. Your work will make a positive impact no matter what you do. Help Iowans find support, get back on their feet, and change their lives for the better. Make the change to Iowa HHS and make the change you want to see in Iowa at MakeTheChangeHHS.com.